No, they did. Girl? Yes, they did. Some of them did. Netflix did that. Netflix did that. Welcome to another edition of Oh No Girl. Yes, we are talking about Love is Blind because we know y'all are talking about Love is Blind. And we want to know, is love really blind? Uh, we're going to talk about some of the uh, actual situations on that show. But we actually had some epiphanies for ourselves from watching mm-hmm. the show. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram at Oh No Girl. Yes, comment, share, like, subscribe, and thank you if you already have. Oh, what was your Apple thing? Rate us. Yes, please. Thank you for those who did it since last time. So we had a new, few new ratings. Oh, good. So yeah. they took your threat seriously. Yeah, so like the rest of y'all, I'm still looking sideways. <laughs> She's still looking at you, so handle your business. <laughs> All right, so let's dive right into it. So as far as my general thought about the show, the only reason I even watched it, because so many people were posting about it, and my curiosity got the best of me. Mine too. Okay. Same, same reason. I think that's how all of us ended up there. I mean, I even put on Facebook, y'all really going to make me watch this show. You tried to fight it, and I then did. I watched it, and I said, okay, you should watch it so we can talk about it. Um, I think it's always interesting when you have that type of phenomenon that enough people can just talk about something. It's kind of like the uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich for Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know that bird But movie, I think it was better. That bird box. Yeah, you didn't like the chicken sandwich. No. I think the chicken sandwich is Stella. Sandwich. <laughs> I think it's sandwich. Stella. I think it's Stella. No, not a fan. I, Popeye's makes my stomach hurt anyway, so I just have to stay away. So you just not acting to that type lard. But anyway, <laughs> she bougie, y'all. She bougie. No. Popeye's make my stomach hurt. So anyway, uh, let's focus. But it was the same thing with Netflix, like Bird Box. After a while, so many people watch something, and then you try to think, well, did I like it, or did I just, did I have right, FOMO? Right, were you caught up in the hype of, yeah. yeah. So, do you feel like you got caught up in the hype and you're disappointed, or you're glad you got caught up in the love? Oh, I'm hype? super glad about that one. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah, me too. All right. So, overall, we both agreed that the production production quality initially on the show kind of was turning us off. It, it almost made me turn it off, but then I got caught up in the stories. And that's where they got us. Yeah. I think no one would say, "Oh, this was a great show," but everyone would say, "You can't turn away." Yeah. <laughs> Whether you wanted to watch <laughs> it or not, you had to see. What, what was going to happen next? Exactly. So would you sign up for this experiment yourself? I think I would. But no, maybe. No, no. Not as is. Yo, no, as is. No. You don't get to change mm-mm, how it mm-mm, goes. Mm-mm. As is. They're casting. Mm-mm. If they start, if they send out a casting for season and two. And the, the problem I have with it as is, is the, the whole marriage thing. So I agree with the premise of, you know, meeting someone without looking at them and being able to have these deep conversations and getting into it. But... I think I would. I wouldn't want to commit to the marriage, like going through with the the wedding ceremony, because that's when things got awkward for a lot of them. So, yeah, well, I would I mean, be nervous about that. But if you think about it, I mean, if you dated somebody for ten years, it's still gonna be awkward to marry him, or two years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It that's would still, that's be. still big. I it think would it would be, be less awkward to marry somebody in this circumstance because you really don't have no basis to think it's gonna work either way versus the history and, may, and the time that you can put in with somebody else. I may be else. comfortable more with the engagement part, but I just the, that mar- that wedding in thirty days that, that would scare me. I guess I, I don't know if I could agree with that part. Well, but I, I wouldn't mind meeting someone like that. It was, I thought it was cool. Once I saw how you still had the option, it. I was like, well, then yeah, I would have said yeah, I would have taken the engagement. I you mean, pick your wedding dress out and all that. And I would have done all that. You mm-hmm. know, once I saw that you still had the option to say no when you got there, yeah. then no harm, no foul. <laughs> I think about the audience of people that know now you out here following you. Look how many people you stalking from the show right. on social media. Yeah, I've stalked all of their pages. Right. So now I got some hot dude that says, what? She said no at the altar. That means she available. And I'm like, what's up? She well, that happened with, um, what's his name? Kenny. Kenny. Well, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. I think it's a great platform for people to know you single versus <laughs> your 
profile on Bumble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I would do the experiment as is because I feel like no harm, no foul. I also think people were talking about how crazy it was that they were making these type connections so quickly. And that's why you have the show Catfish. It's easy to fall in love with somebody who's paying you some attention, someone who's listening to you, right? someone who's sharing, and you are more apt to share things you've never shared with people to a stranger behind a wall. Right. So Especially then behind closer. the wall. Yeah. I don't know this person. They're not going to bring this up over Thanksgiving dinner. Exactly. I've never told anybody. Yeah, I can see that part. I can see the emotions. I wasn't really, you know, I wasn't skeptical about that. Right. I think you would bond in that situation mm-hmm. more so than you do. Also, they didn't have any of the outside world. So you don't no have sale, a cell phone. No internet. No social media. None of your friends and family. So you think about they didn't weren't going to work. So all these different things keep us apart. So I think if you just put two people on the other <laughs> side of a wall, we all be together. <laughs> And even what's weird to even bring up Jessica, though, even though she didn't like that kid, Mark, but she felt more comfortable with a wall in between. She did. He should have. When he made that dream date and had a wall in between. That was the beginning of the end right there. Boy, this boy still don't know. He's still, he's thinking that he is so romantic because he thought, oh, let me put the wall between us. Was so not romantic. Girl. (laughs) It was sad. We fell in love. We're going to be together forever. But if you could just slide that wall over here in betwixt us. So we can have our steak. So I can't see you. (laughs) (laughs) that is called a red flag ladies and gentlemen (laughs) if your significant other is a long distance relationship and they prefer you at that distance um, (laughs) i've talked about you in that way before so anyway moving on without getting too much into the actual character because that can make us have an eight hour conversation right carlton we do just have to say something about the one black guy on the show okay I feel he should have been required to disclose that information in his first pod date with everyone. And therefore, anyone who chose to go in his pod to have a conversation is going in knowing that. And maybe not the first pod date, but definitely before the proposal. I think that should have been a requirement. Before you propose to someone, you need to go ahead and let them know. In the real world, should someone offer you that information on the first date? No, I, I still don't feel like, I mean, you know, what's the first date? No, but is there going to be a second date? You know? I don't know. Uh, but I think it's there's a time frame for it. I don't, I don't necessarily believe it needs to be the first date, no. See, I believe it needs to be the first date because uh, just like you on the first date, if I'm seeing you and we meet, we're probably talking about, you know, where we grew up, where we're from, what we do, what oh, we yeah. like. By the way, so I, I like men and women. I've dated both. I mean, and obviously I, I probably I wouldn't react in that moment, but then it would be this idea of, you know, wow. Uh, I understand his hesitation. I don't think it should have lasted as long, but I do understand he wanted people to know that he's, you know, just capable of love. No, period. 100%. But the reason why I felt like he was a horrible character to cast was not based on him being bisexual. No, it had nothing to do with that. Right. It was based on the fact that I think if they had somebody else that was bisexual sexual, who was not a rude, arrogant jerk. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could have had a little bit more compassion because at that point, it ain't got nothing to do with his sexuality. He was just kind of rude and nasty, not just to Diamond, uh-uh. but you know how he had walked out of the other girls. That, you know, he just really well, she talks too much. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he came out. And now now I I will be the first to say TV editing portrays people yes. in a certain light. This is true. And the producers had the, you know, the control over that. And they had to tell how the story. How we saw each other. Right. Uh, they had the, to tell the, the story. Characters. So, I, I, you know, I'll say that about all the characters, even the ones that didn't come off as, you know, the most likable. It could be some of the editing. But but there were things about him, especially once they, you know, got off the plane and went to Mexico. 
even before he revealed his truth, that were like, why are you acting like this? Right, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was more that he was just a different animal. It didn't have anything to do with his sexuality. So, whereas a lot of the social media and public outcry is, you know, but I never heard of the word biphobic or whatever. Right. But you learn something new every day. Something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't that think was, was fair. That. I don't yeah. think it was fair to Diamond to um, label her as such because I felt like, if anything, I felt like she was portrayed to handle, handle that situation well. Right. She as was well trying as she to could. talk to him. She was being compassionate. Yeah, and he was not having it. And she it, asked so. the very, 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 very basic question is, why are you just not telling me this? She didn't say, I'm not going to talk to you I can't believe anymore. you're like this. I can't right. believe you she did that. She didn't even question what he said. Right. She just said, why are you just not sharing this? Because yeah, it point, wasn't fair. We're engaged. We've been talking for hours a day. We've been sharing so much. And she probably has shared something with him that she probably wouldn't share with somebody mm-hmm. else. So kind of like, you know, if we've created this bond in this safe space, that's actually something you would probably want to share with me. I agree. And yeah. not saying I would have said no, but now at this point, you're kind of like, where do I go with mm-hmm. somebody who is keeping something that this isn't? Important, and it's not so much that it's important about his future, but it is, it, it is important about his past. It is, you know. Yeah, I agree. But and then obviously he just really hasn't handled it well outside of that. Since no, either, but he's so. been in my prayers because I don't, I don't, I don't think he's that mentally stable to be honest. Well, no, we we discussed that. It seemed like this probably is not going to end well. But yeah, I don't think it had anything to do with his sexuality. No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay, and so, but I also feel like if they do have a season two, Diamond should get a do over. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so anyway, you are also obsessed with Lauren and Cameron. Oh yeah, who isn't obsessed with Lauren I, I think and I'm Cameron? Obsessed. I, I of course like them, but I don't go and seek information about them. Well, I haven't since like before the reunion. I haven't done any. any. Have you subscribed to their YouTube channel? I have not. Okay. I have not subscribed. I, I probably will. Okay. But I'm not. You know, I'm not there. But I, they were definitely my favorite couple. Yeah, on I, the and, show. And why do you think so many people felt that they were the favorite couple? Was it just because they were both attractive people? Which um, wait, wait, before you say that, I the, the one thing that I thought was the worst part about the show is all those people were still attractive. That's a lot of people are complaining about that. Yeah. Let's get some regular looking folks right. up in here. Some regular people, you know, but, like, but out of shape, little, little somebody, some, my body, just look like regular people. I want to see my body on somebody TV. Somebody look more like us. <laughs> Um, so the the whole love is blonde. Yeah, they didn't see each other, but they when they saw each all other, attractive people. Yeah, not so. everybody was that attractive, but you know, for the most part. <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> but no, um, I think with Lauren and Cameron, the draw, the draw for me was it felt the most genuine mm-hmm. out of everyone else there. Um, they were the first to connect in such a way, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I just enjoyed like they they were just. I don't know. They were just likable people. Yeah, on they, their they, own. They were very, very likable. And apparently, even after you know, after the reunion revealed, Lauren was likable with everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. every every and guy that she was dated. Interesting. The mm-hmm. fact that um, the other guys were like, "Yeah, wow, she was gorgeous when mm-hmm. we saw her." But I thought that spoke to the experiment because uh, outside of Cameron, who shared that he had a relationship previously with a black woman for five years. How many of those other guys will now look at black women differently? Right. Like because I think the whole point was just connecting with the person. That and that's an, that's another thing that they brought to the table, and I think they made everyone's eyes mm-hmm. open to the fact that if you are, you know, looking for love, don't just limit yourself to one race. Definitely, I think a lot of people in both in both races are looking at people differently yeah. than they did before. And I, so I, that's I think positive. that's a great thing that's from the show. That's very positive because there's yeah. a lot of connections will be made just because people's minds are, have kind of been open mm-hmm. to, okay, yeah, I may not have picked you out of a crowd, but there's nobody else in the world for me. Right. right. And everybody wants to feel that magic. So Ever, yeah. to be looking at this person like, where did you come from? And mm-hmm. you ain't never going nowhere. Mm-hmm. So it's very sweet. And I thought that spoke to the experiment. Now, 
Uh, we don't. We really don't need to get into the whole Jessica, Mark, Amber, Burnett, Barnett thing. There's enough stuff on the internet, right. for y'all. We we don't want to talk about that. But the part that we do want to finish this up with is regarding Amber and Barnett's conversation when Amber shared that she had student loan debt but no degree, didn't really work, was homeless, wanted to be a house mom, wanted to be a housewife. Not that there's that. anything wrong with being a well, housewife. Well, let me say this thing. Her her idea, I think, of being a housewife was that it wasn't going to be hard work. And I'm like, listen, most people would probably rather go to work than exactly. be a housewife because of how much work that is. You exactly. Know? But she didn't really have a work ethic. Um, like she said, she did what she wanted to do, work when she felt like it, slept on friends' couches. So she really didn't have a lot of ambition. So when she said that to him, he kind of had an immediate reaction like, now wait, tell me more. <laughs> so I really was surprised when he married her. Me too. And I was talking to my mother about the show, who she also watched it. And I said, I was so surprised that he married that girl after she shared that she really didn't have anything going on. And my mom cleared it up for me without a breath in between. She said, because he gets to be her hero. Mm. And in that moment, that made so much sense because if somebody is completely dependent on you, she don't have nowhere to live, she don't make no money, guess what? She ain't going nowhere. And it's not because you're such a great husband. It's not because you're such a great guy. It's because she, she has doesn't no have choice. options. She don't have options. <laughs> and what we realized when we were talking is uh, we don't present the need for a hero when men meet us. Because or a need, we, period. A need on any level. We always want to be with the people we're dating. We know we don't need them. But historically, and it has been pointed out, men want to feel needed. Women want to feel wanted. And men want to be the hero. They want to see where they can come in and save you somewhere in your life. And there are varying degrees of hero. Yes. Hero, yeah. Varying heroic. degrees. Was it, yeah. was it heroics? Heroics. 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 I was trying to do the ism. What's the, how do you pronounce the You can ism. say heroism, but heroics. I think heroics. Heroics. Okay. <laughs> we ain't got time to Google. We in the middle of a show. So, um, yeah, varying degrees. Because I said... People often said, you know, if you're a woman of XYZ age and you ain't got no baby daddies or no drama, you crazy, something wrong with you. And in being a person who fits that demographic, I'm not saying I'm not crazy. I don't think I am, but I also, the reason why I can say I don't think I'm crazy is because there ain't no receipts of it. Mm -hmm. I've never exercised that. Exactly. But let me get in this situation and see. I don't know, but I can't never get there. The last two guys I dated, I shared with you. Uh, I was in the process. I told them I was about to do something new as far as my career, leave my career, and just go out on my own. And both of those guys independently jumped in and says, oh, well, I can help you. I can support you. And I said, no, I've I made this choice before I met you. This has nothing to do with you. I'm not looking for you to help me. Now, they didn't stay around long. And now we're looking back saying the space they thought they could fit in for me and be my hero I let them know in no uncertain terms, I'm good on that. I don't need you for that. Right. I want you for companionship and a relationship and a partner in crime. I don't need you to take care of me. So I gave the example of like, you know, um, some woman that might have more of a struggle. Baby, let me get your phone number. Where my phone off? Okay, let me pay your bill so I can call you. <laughs> She's going to have that man. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. And so we were thinking... How could we potentially present a space to a potential suitor that he could get that thing that we think a man wants to feel, which is to be needed? How can we create a space? Now, we have laughed and I joked think, about this. Okay. But seriously, we do want to learn right. how to make ourselves more I think feasible. I think the first thing, like, like you said with the other guys, not saying this would have worked, but when they said, oh, I'll take care of you, instead of um, rejecting that, just accept it for what it is. 
and not verbally say, oh, no, I don't need that. I'm not here for that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I but think that's, that's one I'm thinking, thing. I'm thinking in my mind, in my old mind. Yeah. I don't want no I man know. thinking I'm using him. Exactly. I'm taking advantage of him. Why do I really want to be with him? It's because he's paying my bills. You know, so No, I mind, agree. I agree. I've always had that, that mindset. I don't want to appear to be a gold digger. Right. Of right. any kind. and Or needy. Right. Exactly. But, um, but now what we do <laughs> But since we saw Amber in the kitchen... We said, oh, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No. What we might need to do is present a there's, struggle. There's a way. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's that's one one way. <laughs> present a struggle. Present a struggle of what? what okay. it, I don't know how that how that would work. But there, I think there's a way to um, show a significant other that he is needed. As opposed to, I think it starts with a mindset. Of saying I don't want you, I need you, and and you got to cross that bridge first. <laughs> so let me say this about that. Your your facial expression. Well, because because we've been talking about this for a week, and then we kind of held off so we could have this conversation fresh and live for right. the podcast. I needed someone one time. It wasn't financial or anything, but emotionally. The, uh, okay, yes, the one true love. Okay, I've mentioned him a few times. <laughs> but I felt like I needed him. I felt like I needed him to be happy. I needed him to go to the next chapter of my life. I 100% felt like I needed him. The problem with that, in hindsight, was he had gotten divorced, and he did not want to be needed right then. Totally received that and respect that. The next person I dated after I got over that broken heart, I made a point to let him know, you don't oh, now me. I don't need you. Right. So when he broke up with me a few months later, he said to me that he was breaking up with me because I made him feel like I could take him or I could leave him. Mm -hmm. And I acknowledged that. I didn't try to say otherwise. I thought in my mind, oh, I did good. That was the point. (laughs) That's how I I did. I done done good. You pat yourself on the back. Girl, you did that. (laughs) Right. But even though that was many years ago, it did. It did inform me that, okay, I don't need to always let her do no. Hey, I ain't got to do this. I ain't got to communicate that to him every other day. Uh Uh-huh. Okay? Yeah. So where, so the whole point is, where Where can we communicate a need in a way that we never, we know that we never have before. so here's the thing, yeah. We know we never have done it. And based off the conversation we had offline, we never really came up with a good solution. Well, I came up, well, well, no, we kind of made up something. We didn't say we were going to go with it. Well, first of all, <laughs> we know that we were probably failed. We were calling this Operation Damsel in Distress. Mm-hmm. And we said the next guy we engage with, we're going to be need a little help in some, <laughs> in some way. So I said that you could kind of do the whole, oh, I wanted to get married and have kids by now thing. And then he feels like, hey, I can bum, 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 save the day. That would be scary. That would. And then <laughs> I I think the one, the only one I really came up with is um, I can ask them to reach something on a high shelf and open a jar. <laughs> I do need some mirrors hung in my house, so there's that. Uh, something like that. I mean, maybe that's all we've been able to come up with so far, so we're probably not going to do it the, right. The problem we are, we're having is we're doing so much right now. What do you mean? Oh, in our lives. In our lives. This is a hot time to be. We hot girls. This is a hot girl spring. Okay. And so we're like, well, how can we be who we are and also present a struggle? Right. That's why I said open this jar. Because it ain't going to be nothing else right now. Mm-mm. You kind of in my way. If you mm-hmm. can move to the side so I can mm-hmm. see my future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you in my way. But we also do want companionship. Right. And so we really are. We're being silly about it. But we really do want to figure out what is the formula. We realize men want to feel needed. Women want to be wanted. We generally communicate a want to a man. And that's not 
been the thing that keeps that's them That's not around. attractive. That's not attractive right. to certain men. Because yeah. you know what? You still have a range. You have some men who want to be this hero, and then you have some men that want you to be their mama and mm-hmm. take care of them. So we know it's a range, and we're not speaking in absolutes. You right. Know? But we were talking about, based on this show, Love is Blind, when Amber communicated her lack of any kind of financial prowess or ambition, even though he seemed concerned, he still took that on. Right. And he can have a second family living in the basement. Where's she going to go? She ain't going to go nowhere. <laughs> but again, it could be positive. I don't know. Y'all, pray for us. Please do. We are trying to be self-reflective. We know we have never communicated that we need a man to any man. We've, I did I mean, once. I've, I've communicated multiple times that I don't need you. I have over-communicated. I don't need you. Yeah. And that's probably, that, I think we start there. I we think start that's a start. with not communicating yes. this. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Baby steps. Mm-hmm. We will now promise that we, when times get tough or a challenge, we don't have to say, no, you know we ain't got to do this. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll commit Just to that. Baby step. Okay. And then, yeah. And open this dry while you're at it. Oh, and can you, can you pick <laughs> this up? It's so heavy. <laughs> <laughs> People say, how'd you get this king size bed up these stairs in your house by yourself? Huh? <laughs> yeah, we gotta do better. <laughs> I, I brought it up here. By yourself? Uh, when nobody else here? Who was gonna do it? Who was gonna sleep in it? Who bought it? <laughs> See y'all, we, we yeah, it's not gonna work. <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to sharing these stories of how we do this. We're Try it, because you actually were going to go, like, actually maybe activate your online account. Just yeah, but to I, got, I got too much great stuff going on yeah. right this second. It's too hard to portray a struggle today. <laughs> but maybe in a three, like, three-week span, I'll yeah. get back on you uh, get a little online. bored again, uh-huh. which we talked about before, and then you'll say, you know what? Let, let, me, me, let find me try a guy this out. And, and be a damsel in distress. Yeah. yeah. You ain't got to save the world. And again, let me say this. We want to be taken care of. I love it. Oh, my God. I mean, look at. Okay, so Sign the me up. thing with Lauren and, and Cameron. And that was a struggle for her, too. Right. The independence part. Because she was like, what if I want to keep my place? Right. Right. And stuff like that. But he was prepared to take He still saw a need. But she also was attracted to him and interested in him. Yeah, well, that, that part, too. Because a lot of times <laughs> men throw out that I can take care of you because that is their ace in the hole. Right, yeah, yeah, that's true. So, that's true. But, no, he saw he could, you know, he, he had purchased this house and she had that little apartment and it's just things. He saw where he could be yeah. of value to her. Her life wasn't so grand that he didn't she didn't have room for him and she immediately spoke to the struggle she shared yeah. that in her professionals that struggle mm-hmm. and that is the struggle that we communicate no mm-hmm. i'm good mm-hmm. no i'm good mm-hmm. so we just we are going to communicate we're going to commit to not communicating that yeah because we do want somebody to spend some time with right um so yeah We'll, yeah, we'll start there. baby steps. So, so Love is Blind wasn't just like a binge fest, mindless entertainment for us. It helped us kind of do some self-awareness and a mm-hmm. self-check and say, you know what? We've been our own heroes for so long, which yay us. Okay, you go, girl. Right. Um, but you know what? We might have to create a space where somebody can come save us. Yeah. And we're I open think to we, that. I think we have to. We have to. We're open to yeah. that. <laughs> good luck with oh, that one. Good luck with this one. All right, y'all. Again, make sure you go like our pages, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Share, comment, um, and we can't wait to spend some more time with y'all. We're going to do this. Oh, yes, we will. Or no, we can. Oh, yes, we can. <laughs> you know what? No, he didn't. Girl, yes, he did. It's good enough. Mm-hmm.